Hare Krishna everyone, welcome back to Shravanam Diaries podcast. I am your host Sulalita Devidasi and we are continuing reading the book called Teachings of Queen Kunti by His Divine Grace Srila A.C. Bhaktivedanta Swami Prabhupada. And this is chapter number 18, Liberation from Ignorance and Suffering. Pavismin klishyamananam avidya kama karma bhih shravana smaranarthani karishyan itike chana. And yet others say that you appeared to rejuvenate the devotional service of hearing, remembering, worshipping, and so on, in order that the conditioned souls suffering from material pangs might take advantage and gain liberation. Srimad Bhagavatam 1.8.35 Purport In the Srimad Bhagavad Gita the Lord asserts that He appears in every millennium just to re-establish the way of religion. The way of religion is made by the Supreme Lord. No one can manufacture a new path of religion, as is the fashion for certain ambitious persons. <laughs> the factual way of religion is to accept the Lord as the Supreme Authority and thus render service unto Him in spontaneous love. A living being cannot help but, but render service because he is constitutionally made for that purpose. The only function of the living being is to render service to the Lord. Haribo! The Lord is great and living beings are subordinate to Him. Therefore, the duty of the living being is just to serve Him only. Unfortunately, the illusioned living beings, out of misunderstanding only, become servants of the senses by material desire. This desire is called avidya or nescience. And out of such desire, the living being makes different plans for material enjoyment centered about a perverted sex life. He therefore becomes entangled in the chain of birth and death by transmigrating into different bodies on different planets under the direction of the Supreme Lord. Unless, therefore, one is beyond the boundary of this nations. One cannot get free from the threefold miseries of material life. This is the law of nature. The Lord, however, out of His causeless mercy, because He is more merciful to the suffering living beings than they can expect, appears before them and renovates the principles of devotional service comprised of hearing, chanting, remembering, serving, worshipping, praying, cooperating and surrendering unto Him.
adoption of all the above-mentioned items or any one of them can help a conditioned soul get out of the tangle of nations and thus become liberated from all material sufferings created by the living being illusioned by the external energy. This particular type of mercy is bestowed upon the living beings by the Lord in the form of Lord Chaitanya Mahaprabhu. In this very important verse, the words bhavis min mean, quote, in this material world, unquote. The word bhava also means grow and it refers to that which has taken birth. In the material world there are six kinds of changes. First there is birth, then growth, and then that which has been born and has grown strays for some time, produces some byproducts, and then dwindles and finally vanishes. These six changes are called Shad Vikara. The body, for example, takes birth at a certain date and then it grows and strays for some time. From the body come so many byproducts in the form of sons and daughters, and then the body becomes old and weak, and finally, when it is very old, it dies. But when the body is finished, I am not finished. When the gross body comes to an end, I am still present within the subtle body of mind, intelligence and false ego. And this subtle body carries me to another gross body. Although everyone has to accept a subtle body. The scientists and medical men cannot see it. I have a mind and you have a mind, but I cannot see your mind and you cannot see mine. I have intelligence and you have intelligence, but you cannot see my intelligence nor can I see yours because they are very subtle. Similarly, the spirit soul is still more subtle. So what will the materialistic scientists see of it? They cannot see the mind, intelligence or false ego. What to speak of the spirit soul? Therefore, they say the body is everything and there is nothing more. Actually, however, that is not a fact. The fact is that the spirit soul is very, very small. The soul is one ten thousandth the size of the tip of a hair. Suppose we were to take a hair and divide it into a hundred parts. Could we do it? No, that is not possible. But if we could do it and then divide it again into another 100 parts, each part would be the size of the spirit soul.
Of course, this is not possible to understand by experimental knowledge. So how can it be learned? One must learn it. One must learn of this form. One must learn of this from an authority. One must learn of this from an authority. Our knowledge is so imperfect that it cannot deal with such subtle affairs. And because rascals cannot deal with such things, they think that matter is the cause of life. Nonetheless, they have not been able to demonstrate that life comes from matter. Let them take chemicals in their laboratory and produce even a small insect with hands, legs and eyes. Every night we see many of such small insects with legs and eyes with which they approach the light. From such small insects up to Brahma, there are 8,400,000 different forms of life, among which we are traveling from body to body, leaving one body and entering another, as stated by Krishna in Bhagavad Gita. Therefore, either we must reject Krishna's word or reject all the so-called scientific theories that life comes from matter. But we are pledged to Krishna consciousness and therefore we cannot reject Krishna's word. We accept Krishna when he says that we have to travel from one body to another. Every living entity within this material world is under the influence of avidya, ignorance. Avidya karma samgyaya trityaya shakti rishyate God, Krishna, has many millions of potencies. Parashya shakti rvividhaiva shruyate and they have been summarized into three categories the external potency, the internal potency, and the marginal potency. The marginal potency in and the internal potency are of the same spiritual quality, but the third potency, the external potency, is inferior. Vishnu Shaktir Para Prokta Kshetra Gyakya Tatra Para Avidya Karma Samgyaya Tritiya Shakti Rishyate Vishnu Purana 6.7.61 In this material world, everyone is in ignorance. Avidya. Even Brahma was ignorant until he was given knowledge by Krishna. Therefore, no one should be proud of his knowledge. Everyone in this material world is a rascal. A particular, particular living entity desires. If I get the opportunity to obtain the post of Brahma, then I can create a big universe. Thus he receives the body of Brahma. And the small insect thinks, 
if I can create a small hole within this room, then I can live where very peacefully and eat. Thus, Brahma desires to create a universe. We desire to create a skyscraper. And an ant desires to create a hole in a room. But the quality of the work is the same. We are all fools, however, because we do not realize that because these things are material, they will not last. Because of ignorance we think, this will be very nice, that will be very nice. Kama karma bhih. We create some desire, kama, and then we work accordingly. This results in so many difficulties, klishyanti. To become Brahma is not a very easy thing. Brahma is such a big post and it is given to a very qualified living entity who is highly advanced in austerities and penance. But he is also a living entity, like us. In America there are many citizens and President Ford is also a citizen, but by dint of his ardent labor and diplomacy, he captured the post. Still, he is an ordinary citizen. President Nixon, for example, has now been dragged down and is no longer president. This is because he was an ordinary citizen. Similarly, sorry, similarly, if we like, if we like Similarly, if we like, we may also become Brahma. Therefore, Bhaktivinoda Thakur says, Kita janmahau yadhatu yadasa bahirmukha brahma jantenahi asha Let me become an insect in a place where your devotee is present, because if I fall down in the dust of the feet of a devotee, my life will be successful." Unquote. Bhaktivinoda Thakur says, <coughs> It's okay. Bhaktivinoda Thakur says, Bahir Mukha Brahma Jante Nahi Asha Quote, I would not want to be a Brahma and not be a devotee of Krishna. Unquote. Hmm. Because we are in ignorance, Maya, at any time we may forget Krishna. Therefore we must always engage in Krishna consciousness so that we shall not forget him. That is indicated by Kunti Devi by the words Shravana Smara Narhati. Shravana Smara Narhani. Shravana. The word Shravana means hearing, Smarana means remembering, and Arhana means worshipping the deity of Krishna. One should always engage oneself in hearing about, remembering, and worshipping Krishna. All the centers of the Krishna consciousness movement are opened only for this purpose to facilitate chanting, dancing and worshipping.
so that we shall not forget Krishna. Sadatat bhava bhavita. If we always think of Krishna, there is a chance that we shall remember Krishna at the end of life. Ante Narayana Smriti. Everything takes practice. For example, if one wants to dance on the stage, one has to perform many rehearsals to practice how to dance. Then if one becomes an expert dancer, when one dances on the stage, one will receive a claim, ah, a very good dancer. But one cannot say, I shall immediately go to the stage and become a good dancer. That is not possible. One may say, no, 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 no. I shall not attend the rehearsal. Just give me the stage and I shall perform. But the director will not allow this, for one cannot become a good dancer without practice. The real purpose of life is to remember Krishna when one's life comes to an end. Ante Narayana Smriti If at the end of life, if at the time of death one can remember Krishna, one's life is successful. Haribo, we shall stop here for today. It's a very, very crucial point actually that we're going to stop and reflect upon. When we will be reading Srimad Bhagavatam, there will be a story about Bharata Maharaja, who was very advanced in his spiritual life, but somehow rather at the time of death, he was not thinking of the Lord, but he was thinking of the deer. And next lifetime he became a deer. And But only because he was very advanced. He was very advanced. He was on one of like almost perfection, almost stage of perfection. Because of that, he could remember his past life even as a deer, even though animals generally they don't remember their previous lifetimes or nothing, none of that. So he was able to get some good association even in the body of a deer and next lifetime he perfected his life because he remembered his past mistakes. So. This is a very important point for all of us to remember that one's life is successful if at the time of death one can remember Krishna. Jai. So, thank you so much for tuning in today. The link to this book is in the description. Please visit our website shravanamdiaries.com Read this book along with us, share it with your friends and we shall see you next time. Hare Krishna.